from the poorhouse to the palace, Bethel Baptist Church is pleased to bring you this uplifting program hosted by Dr. Doug Castle. Please stay with us and open your heart as Dr. Castle opens God's Word. Thank you for joining us today here from the poorhouse to the palace. We've been looking. Malachi chapter 2 is a pretty tough chapter. I understand that. It's a tough pill to take. God had rebuked the leadership, and I was fair, and I spent much time on that. And then God had rebuked the people for uh, uh, dealing treacherously with their neighbors. And then God was rebuking the home because husbands were dealing treacherously with their lives. By the way, let's put the monkey on the back where it belongs. As Lee Robertson used to say when he was alive, it all rises and falls on leadership. Our homes are destroyed. People were coming to the altar of God and they were weary and weeping. Why is God not hearing me? Look at what he says in verse 17, the last verse here in chapter 2. You have wearied the Lord with your words, yet you say, wherein have we wearied him? When, we, when you say, everyone that doeth evil is good in the sight of the Lord, and he delighteth in them, or where is the God of judgment? You know our problem is? We got two problems today. We have distorted words, and we got people doing two things. We got people sitting there, and, and you're sitting there wondering, why is God upset with me? Why is God upset with me? Why is God not answering? I'm a good Christian. I'm a good person, and you're stinking liar. You're so caught up in sin and rebellion, and you know what you're doing? You're the first one of you. You're saying that everyone that does evil is good in God's sight. Woe to them that call good, good evil and evil good. That's one of the six sorrows of Jehovah's vineyard in the book of Isaiah, along with drunkenness. And God said, you know what our problem is? In our stinking churches today, we got people that are getting up and saying there are no absolutes, there are no rights and wrongs. We got this Antomianism that's alive today in these, in these free stinking willy churches that sit there and say, well, we don't, there is no sin and you just do the best you can. God loves you no matter what you are and how you are. Let me tell you something. You better read Psalm 5, 5 where God said that he hates, hates the workers of iniquity. Say, well, well God hates sin and love the sinner. No, a Christian uh, uh, is supposed to hate the sin and love the sinner because we're sinners ourselves. We're not allowed to hate ourselves, but God hates the workers of iniquity on his path of holiness. Now, God is love, and God does love the world, and God says, if you will turn from darkness to light, and Jesus is the light of the world, and the light that lighteth every man that cometh in the world, and if you'll turn to Christ and repent, you can get off of the road of God's hatred towards you in his holiness and get on the path of God's love through Jesus Christ. But if you're going to abide, he that hath the Son hath life, and he that hath not the Son hath not life, that the wrath of God abideth on him, and even God's own people can be abhorred by God the Father himself. Because you sit there and you make excuses and say that God delights in them. Or they say this. This is the other place where, God's, where God hates your guts and you don't even realize it. Because you said, where is the God of judgment? Where is the God of judgment? Oh, I promise you, God is a God of judgment. And God at the point of the day in which he will judge the worlds. It is appointed unto men once said I. And after this is the judgment. And even God's own people will be judged. And listen to me, I understand that our sins were judged at Calvary and that uh, that we stand perfect and complete before God. But let me tell you something. You, confession is the basis for, for fellowship. And don't just think that you're going to walk into heaven with a truckload of sin over a lifetime of sin and rebellion against God and being backslid. And that you're just going to walk in through the pearly gates and God not have to restore your fellowship. I, think you, I believe with all my heart the Bible is very clear. You're going to have to confess. And when you stand before God and you see what you've how, how you have destroyed your relationship 
You're going to have to make some things right. Let me tell you something. The Bible's clear that when God judges, we will be judged for what we did. And if you lived a life in sin, you get to heaven, you're going to find out all that God intended and all that God had for you and all the blessings that you missed and all the works that could have been done and all the people that could have been saved in foreign lands, but you sat home drinking beer and watching football instead of supporting missionaries, and you spent money on nicotine instead of supporting missionaries, and you you spent uh, spent all your money uh, living the life of a glutton and a drunkard, or even if you weren't a drunkard, you were a stinking glutton, and you wasted God's money, and all the things that you could have done, and all the, the souls of the Sunday school classes that you could have taught, and the people you could have told about Jesus Christ. Oh, you, hey, you're going you're gonna to sow the wind and reap the whirlwind. And God was weary of their stinking excuses and explanations for their sins. It's not the, and this is that the world we live in today. We just think God's just an old-fashioned ogre that doesn't understand the way things are today. And then when God wrote the Bible, uh, he didn't understand what was going to happen uh, 2,000 years later. And God's just an old fuddy-duddy. And some things today are the same way they were 2,500 years ago. Sounds to me like God is right. There's no new thing under the sun. And right now, even in our day, it was almost seeming that God delights in the wicked. They increase and they flourish and they prosper. But you better read Psalm 49. God may allow the devil his day, but the devil always, always gets his due. And so do workers of iniquity. And many today try to strike Balaam's ass past the flaming sword of the angel of the Lord in the stubbornness of their sin. They think that God's going to let them buy in the way of self-will the way they want to go. And they have a philosophy that everyone uh, that does evil is good in the sight of God. And they thought that because God is good that he doesn't punish wickedness. And they said in their heart, where is the God of judgment? You better be careful. The eyes of the Lord in every place, beholding the evil and the good, and God's goodness demands God's justice. Alexander McLaren, the old preacher, said that the God's love is his righteousness. God will judge every soul, saint, and sinner that has ever lived, and four of God's five great Bible judgments lie before us. God is a God of judgment. The hour is late. The judge of all the earth that Abraham had called him is at the door, and he is the door, and his judgment is the most certain thing in your life. Oh, you might be saved, but what kind of what kind of sacrifice are you bringing to God? What kind of abomination are you trying to put on the altar of God, weeping over and asking God to be pleased with it, crying the boo-hoo's in front of God, while you just go home and you live, you come as you are, leave as you were, and live a life, turn the grace of God into lasciviousness, into every evil lust, trying to sin that grace may abound. God forbid. How shall we that are dead to sin continue any longer therein? You better get right, neighbor. You better put the sin out of your life. You better get the sin out of your life. God's about had a belly full of this nonsense. And you better, better, you better get a hold of yourself. You can't, and you're never going to be able to help your spouse and help your children until you get a hold of yourself. And you better remember something. It's a fearful thing to fall in the hands of a living God. Our God is a consuming fire. Hebrews tells us both those things. And you will stand before your, your Savior. And you will stand before Him as your judge. Every one of us must give an account. The Bible says, Paul told the church of Corinth that we must all appear before the judgment seat, that every man may be judged according to that which he hath done, whether it be good or bad. You will give an account for what you've done bad. That's what Paul told the church, the Christians. And he said, knowing therefore the terror of the Lord, we persuade men. I'm trying, that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to persuade you today to make you fully persuaded that God is still, even if he is your father, he is still a God of judgment and holiness. 
And you better get those things right with him. My time is gone for today. Join us tomorrow. We're going to begin to get into chapters 3 and 4. We have looked at the Lord's chastisement. Now we're going to be looking at the Lord's coming. And uh, let me tell you something. You're not going to look for the Lord's coming unless you don't get things right with him. There is a crown of righteousness that the Lord uh, gives, uh, that has appointed unto all them that love his appearing. But let me tell you who loves the appearing of the Lord, the one who is living for the Lord. And if you're not living for God, you're under God's chastisement, his correction. And you better get things right or you're not going to be ready for his coming. I'm trying to help you get ready for his coming. And you know what? We've dealt with the chastisement, but now we'll deal with the coming of the Lord. And I hope it'll be an encouragement to you. May the Lord bless you until our time tomorrow. No longer a pauper in rags of poverty. You've been enjoying the program from the poorhouse to the palace. Find Pastor Castle's Bible commentaries and other resources when you visit the website bbclinton.com. Archive broadcasts of this radio program are available at wytjradio.com. Listen to the latest broadcast wherever you are or catch up on what you missed whenever you want by subscribing to the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Google Podcasts. Just search From the Poorhouse to the Palace. From the poor-